Welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where it's all about, you guessed it, grant writing and funding made easy so you can increase capacity, grow funding, and advance your nonprofit or freelance mission. Now, let's hand it over to your host, grants expert and author Holly Rustic, so you can increase your funding and drive impact. Hello, hello, hello. It's Holly Rustic here with the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast. And thank you so much for joining the show today. Um, we're going to be talking about grant writing, applications. Woo! All right. So, yes, it's been a little while since I've touched a specific on some grant techniques. And I'm going to very quickly give you seven techniques that you can definitely use. Um, these are golden nuggets of mine. I talk about them quite a bit. But I also know that everybody doesn't listen to every single one of my podcasts or come to all of my trainings. So it's always great for reminders or for those who may not have heard this before. Um, on a side note, if you love what you're hearing today and you're like, oh my gosh, you were talking so fast, um, <laughs> uh, then go ahead and definitely um, sign up for my webinar um, I have coming up. And you can also, um, of course, if it's past the date, we're publishing this in early December in 2021, but if it's past the date, I actually um, do this webinar from time to time. So you can um, go ahead and jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 198 and you will be invited to join my hub haven. So please do as I also have um, a section in my Hub Haven where I have all kinds of upcoming trainings. So you might be able to catch um, my training that I'm doing on December, in December um, in the future as well. So yeah, definitely sign up. So definitely jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 198 so you can go ahead and sign up for the Hub Haven where I have a ton of res free resources, a stress-free nook, and information about upcoming trainings and free stuff going on. All right, so we're gonna talk about how to write a grant proposal. All right, I'm gonna give you my seven hacks on that. And like I said, I'm gonna talk pretty quickly today. So uh, <laughs> jump over to the grantwritingfunding.com forward slash 198 if you wanna also read the blog about it and to sign up for that even. All right guys, without further ado, here is the episode today. So let's go ahead and get into our seven tips today. All right, let's go ahead and look at it. Number one, we're going to get the FOA. What do I mean by FOA? I mean the funding opportunity announcement or sometimes request for proposal, the RFP. That's basically like the grant application, right? So you might see these different acronyms and that's what they mean. But we wanna make sure that you really understand that your nonprofit is eligible for the grant. So can you imagine if you didn't even find that out, maybe in the um, RFP or the FOA, it said you have to uh, have, submit a letter of intent at a certain date and you are going, it's already past that date and you didn't read that. And then you maybe put a hundred hours into working on a grant and you submitted it and they kicked it back and said, hey, we never got a letter of intent, so you are not eligible. You wanna make sure that you also are able to have all of the attachments that might be required. You know, you have those, maybe it says you need a board resolution. You need to make sure you submit that. These types of things. You need to make sure you you follow like, is it Times New Roman, Arial font, 12 point, 10 point, all of those fun, fun technical writing things as well. So we wanna make sure that all of um, your boxes are checked on that. 
and really make sure that we read that as soon as we get, uh, as soon as we're interested in a grant. So definitely download that, read it, and make sure you have everything, and that your project is a good fit. You aren't just chasing the money, but you your project is actually a really good fit for the priorities from the funding source. All right, guys? All right, number two, we want to research our, the needs. We wanna make sure we have a problem statement, right? So remember, a problem statement really isn't, we're gonna do X to solve this problem. No, that's in your solutions. Uh, you know, when you're really looking at a problem statement, it is because there is a certain need that you need to spell out with statistics, testimonials, case studies, all of that types of things, right? So if you start researching and you know, you're running a nonprofit and you say, okay, we have this program and we wanna help animals get off the street, but there's three other nonprofits in your same area that do the exact same thing. So what is the need for your project then? You need to really demonstrate that and say, sure, there's three other organizations, but they don't have the certain manpower, they don't have a vehicle to go out and round up those animals. You know, really start utilizing information, do the research so you can really put together a nice problem statement that really outlines what the problem is not the solution, the problem. They have no vehicles to round up the animals. Um, other nonprofits, we can work with them, right, to help with the, maybe um, by getting the animals spayed and neutered, but there's no ability for them to go out there and round up the animals. So that's what this program is going to fund. All right, so the next point, number three, is articulate your goal, okay? So you wanna make sure that you really have a goal then. So if you know what the problem is, the problem is that there are no um, you know, dog or cat catchers in your county that have a vehicle to actually get the animals rounded up. So what was the goal? Well, think of it, it is a big audacious thing to do, right? So you wanna make sure that your goal then spells out what you're going to do. Our major goal then is to make sure that there are no stray animals roaming the streets of X city, right? It's a big one. So you wanna make sure it is the big project outline, right? Like what's really gonna be the outcome of the program? It's this big goal, all right? So you do need some specificity in there, right? We're not saying no stray animals in the entire world. Like we wanna make sure that we're, we're looking at the geography or we're looking at a specific target demographic. So we're looking at maybe cats and dogs in you know, this certain city or this area, right? Okay, so let's move on to number four. Number four is to narrow your objectives. Now that we've seen what the goal is, right? And when we've seen what the problem is, how are you gonna make that goal come true, right? How are you gonna eliminate that problem? We need now to really break it down. So you may have heard of SMART objectives before, and that's specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. Now we need to make sure that we have statements that really make sense to reach our goal. And just a little side tip here is sometimes grants don't like any more than three objectives to meet your goal. All right, so let's go ahead and look at this. So a SMART goal, might, or a SMART objective, mind you, might be to, um, you know, by the end of the year, so you're giving that timeline, uh, 
Our nonprofit is going to provide two vehicles with four employees to round up, you know, 500 cats and dogs in X area, right? So you're looking at the specificity, you're looking at that you're going to be able to measure it, right? You're going to be able to measure that. How many, how many vehicles, how many workers, how many animals? So you have a lot of different things that you can actually measure. And then is that achievable? Well, we're gonna find out when we look at our budget. We need to make sure obviously it has to be achievable when you have that budget there. Is it realistic? And is it relevant? Well, yeah, it's relevant because it meets the goal, right? So what about, is it time bound? Yes, we started off by the end of the year. So that is one of the objectives, right? So you could have more, you could even break those up. Maybe one of your objectives is just to get the vehicles, another one is to get the employees, etc. Right? So there you go, is that is one of the objectives. Now, number five, we're gonna look at the timeline. You need to put a timeline in your grants then. We did put a timeline in the objectives, but even under that objective, right, there's a lot of different tasks, activity tasks that can happen. So for your task then, maybe the first task is that you're going to have a kickoff meeting when the grant is awarded. And who is gonna oversee that? The executive director. When is that gonna be started? Month one, when is it gonna end? Month one, how are you gonna evaluate it that it gets done? You're gonna take minutes of the meeting, right? So very simple. The next step then, breaking down the same activity, or another task in this is to say, okay, how else are we gonna get that objective done? Well, we also need to purchase the vehicles. So we're gonna purchase the vehicle. Who's gonna do that? The executive director, when? By month two? Right? And how are you going to evaluate that says that that is finished and completed? Oh, the vehicle's purchased. We have a lease, or not a lease, but we have actually the title and everything and the registration, right? And then, of course, you could have another task to meet the completion of that objective. Remember, we're also going to hire four different people to actually go out and, and help round up the animals, right? So we're going to go ahead and look at, um, and of course, we're going to have the animals. We're just going to spay and neuter them, you guys and then people are gonna rescue them, okay? We're not doing anything dirty to those animals, no, no, no. But we are gonna help them get off the street and get in a more healthy way, okay? So let's go ahead and then think, okay, we need to hire four people. Who's going to do that? The executive director, and when are they gonna do that? They're gonna do, do that in month three, and that's gonna be done by month four. How are you gonna prove that that was done, right? Evaluation, we love evaluation and grants. Um, that is going to be because they're hired, you have contracts now, right? So you can break these um, objectives down with these little timelines and activities. And that really shows that you're forward thinking, that you know what's going on, that you have a plan. This is essentially a business plan, right? So dun, dun, dun. All right, now let's go to our next one. Number six is to have a strategic budget. Yes, this is a grant. We, not, we need to talk about money. All right, so what are we going to do with our strategic budget? Well, we need to make sure that everything is accounted for. So it is realistic that it can be finished. Remember that SMART from our objective? One of the reasons, uh, or one of the ways that we can make sure that it's realistic and that it's actually gonna get done is to make sure that we have money accounted for all of the different elements of the program that you are asking for funding. 
So now that you know everything that you need to do because you broke down all of your tasks, you can just lay an Excel sheet right next to your your all of your tasks and your activities and say, okay, what, what do we need money for? Well, the executive director is doing a lot, right? They're overseeing a lot of the program. So you definitely wanna pay a percentage of the executive director's time to do that. Another thing, of course, would be the vehicles. And remember, what else needs to be included in the vehicle? Well, if you're buying new vehicles or even, right, you need registration, you need insurance, you need money for fuel, all of those types of things. Um, and of course, then you need money to hire the employees because you're hiring four employees. What does that look like? If you're not hiring until month three, remember, you probably don't need 12 months of pay then, right? So that's the other thing to remember. Sometimes people think it's a one-year grant so I can fund everything for the entire year. Well, remember, we got to look at our timeline too to make sure it makes sense. So if you're not hiring those people until month three, then that's when their budget would start for the rest of the year from month three to 12 or however the long the grant is, right? So that's really important as well. So all of the costs need to be accounted for. If you have indirect cost as well, that needs to be covered and you can definitely have a link here to get more information on indirect costs. All right, so um, that's really what we have in our entire thing, but I do have one more step for you and this is kind of a final, <laughs> but this one can be often overlooked in a way. And number seven is submit the grant. Now you might say, of course we're gonna submit the grant, but are you gonna submit it on time? All right, that's really important. Now I see a lot of nonprofits miss the window of opportunity because they don't give themselves enough time to work on a grant. And they're hustling and they're trying at the last minute and everything and literally they realize, oh my gosh, I've gotta sign up for workspace on grants.gov or, oh my gosh, why isn't it going through? Or I got the time zone messed up, right? Um, all of these types of things. So we really need to make sure that you submit early and not on deadline. So really do it before the deadline to make sure there's any mess ups that you have it turned in. Because let me tell you, if you wait to the last minute, things will happen and it's gonna be crazy. Um, and that's just, <laughs> That's just how it goes. But if you plan to submit early, it's going to be a lot smooth sailing, smoother sailing, okay? So definitely you want to do that. So just to wrap up one more time, first step is to get the FOA or RFP. The second step is to research your needs and do a problem statement, right? A problem statement. The third step is to articulate your goal. Remember, what's the big outcome that you want to happen? Number four is to narrow your objectives. Make sure they are smart and make sure they really make sense to reach the goal. The next step, of course, is to create that timeline of all of the tasks and activities under each objective that need to get done to roll out the project. The next step, number six, is to have a strategic budget. So remember, you've got to make sure that you have money in your budget to match all of the tasks and activities that need to get done. All right. Now, you might say, of course, Holly, but I know a lot of nonprofits that someone's going to work on the budget, someone's going to work on the narrative, and they never cross it over and things are left out of the budget or things are in the budget and they're not in the narrative and it's really confusing to grant the viewers. So you don't have to do that. Thanks.
Um, the other thing is, of course, then, number seven, submit early, okay? Submit your grant application early. And that are, those are the seven steps to write a great grant that can actually, a grant proposal that can get funded. Very, very simple, but those are the, the elements that need to be in a grant, um, in the grant process as well, so you can get your grant awarded. All right, I hope you guys subscribe, tune in, and I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I would love, love, love for you guys to be at um, my free training next week. So if you want to sign up for seven, tip to, seven tips to write grants like a pro, please do. Just jump over to grantwritingthefunding.com forward slash 198. All right, guys, I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.